0: This is episode number 125, Crush It Mondays, the ABCs of resilience. Welcome to the Sonia Looney Show. This is a podcast about how to live a high-performance life. And each week, I bring you a high performer, an expert, a psychologist, or an inspiring athlete to help you be better every day. And on Mondays, I have a 10-minute episode where I talk about something that came up during my week that hopefully will help you get your week off to a powerful start. I had a pretty awesome weekend in Idaho speaking and riding at the Inspire Your Ride event in Nampa, Idaho. And I was really impressed with how welcoming the community was, and I just had a great time. Quick little reminder before I get started, the Moxie and Grit limited edition jerseys are available for pre-order. And I only ordered a set amount of jerseys. So when they're gone, they're gone. But the pre-order will ensure that they get shipped to you on August 2nd when they are done getting made in the factory. So if you want to check them out, they are very similar to my cycling kit. And it's moxieandgrit.com, M-O-X-Y and grit.com. And we also have four new sock designs that just came out within the last couple of weeks that I think you'll get a laugh at and you'll really enjoy. All right, so the ABCs of resilience. I was prepping for a new format of a speech that I just gave this weekend, and I have my usual topics that I love discussing whenever I give my keynotes, but I came across something new, and it was called the ABC model in cognitive behavioral psychology, and there's a lot of things that I've learned through all of these crazy races I've done all around the world, and it's been fun to reverse engineer these life lessons that I've had and actually find real live studies and theories in psychology that match up with the things that I've learned. And it's also helped me develop those ideas even further. I often think about and discuss the importance of being aware of our emotions and our thoughts. And it's hard sometimes because sometimes you feel disrespected and get angry. Sometimes someone says something that makes you feel embarrassed. There's lots of things that can come up for all of us and our triggers are all something different. And when we get perturbed or emotional about something, we all react in different ways. And sometimes we say things that we wish we hadn't said. So in this model, we're going to break down any adverse situation into the ABCs. So Let's start with A. A is the adversity that you are experiencing. It's something that happened to you that causes stress, that makes you worry, or just causes an emotional response. But the A cannot be changed. It is the action. It is the fact. It is the thing that is happening. B is the belief about what happened. B is the belief about the adversity. It could be why we think it happened or what we think will happen next, or even a combination of that. And it generally falls under those two categories. It's our interpretation of the adversity or the event. And oftentimes, due to this belief, we will create limiting beliefs or negative self-talk. So we might be questioning, well, why did the person say this? I can't believe they said this. Or maybe something is stressful and you're afraid of what's going to happen next because there could be serious consequences. Maybe you're misinterpreting something that someone said and you're worried about what's going to happen next. C is the consequence of the belief. So if your behavior is acting out or excessive rumination or yelling at someone or feeling guilty or shame, it's the consequence of that belief that you had about what happened. A lot of times we think the adversity causes the consequence, but really the belief is what causes the consequence. The belief about what happened and your interpretation of what happened often results in the consequence, the thing that you do in response to what you believe. Now, this is where it gets really powerful. D is the disputation of the belief. So looking at your belief about what happened and asking yourself, is this belief actually true? Can you change your belief? And sometimes your belief is true, but most of the time it's not. It's a reactive emotion to something. It's your perception of what happened. And our perceptions are what create our reality. So if we're able to change our perception about something, then it can often change the course of our actions. And last, E is the new effect of challenging and changing your belief. So if you were to change your belief about something, that would also alter the consequence of that belief. Therefore, it would change the entire outcome. And I'll give you guys some examples in a minute, but without considering this model, many of us think that adversity causes the behavior or the consequence. And the gist of it is that adversity does not actually cause emotion. Adversity is something that happened It doesn't really have a story attached to it. It just is a fact of something that happened. But our beliefs about what happened and the emotions that ensue from that are what cause us to act. Our emotions and our thoughts around what happened are what causes there to be a label of the adversity. Is this good? Is this bad? Why is it good or bad? And what am I afraid of or what's going to happen about this? So it's a really powerful tool to be able to pause and look at what your beliefs are about a certain situation, and then maybe with some practice, you can actually change it. So let me give you an example. I'll start with a very basic example that applies to bike racing, and then I'll give a more regular life example. Okay, so I did a six-day race in Spain last year back in February called the Andalusia Bike Race. And the expectations everyone had of this race was that it would be sunny and warm and a nice escape from the winter. And if you follow my Instagram, you've probably actually seen a photo from this race. So let me tell you what happened. It was sunny for one or two days, and then the rest of the race had torrential rain. It was pouring rain for days and days. And so much so that the race organizers ended up canceling the later stages of the race, which I actually found disappointing, but realized that the safety of others who aren't prepared with clothing is a real issue. And also people who are out there a lot longer than me. So I get why they had to shut down parts of the race. But for me, whenever the conditions get really bad, that tends to be where I excel because of this ABCDE model and because of how I choose to perceive this adversity. So here's an example. The adversity is, I wake up and it's cold and pouring rain. That's a fact. We can't change that. That's actually what's happening. And now it's my choice. So of course, I don't want to ride in the rain. Of course, I prefer riding in sunshine and nice weather, but I can't change what's happening. So that is the fact of the matter. It's cold and pouring rain. So here is one scenario. This is the scenario that most people at the race had. This is not a good scenario if you were to go down this model. So A, it's cold and raining and I have to race my bike. All facts. B, in this case, the belief is rooted in what we think will happen next and fear of what will happen next. So if you have a negative belief about the cold and the rain, you would say, well, I'm worried I'm going to be cold and miserable or it's going to be slippery and I'm going to crash and this is going to suck. So if you feel that way and you roll to the start with that attitude and that belief of how it's going to be because it's cold and raining, the consequence is going to be that you're grumpy and dreading the start. I start down the rabbit hole of negativity, telling myself I didn't come all the way to Spain to ride in the rain. It always rains on me when I try to go somewhere warm. I'm dreading how horrible it will be. My bike is going to get all grimy and messed up. I really don't want to start. And yes, I have actually had these thoughts before, and I've used this technique to turn it all around on myself. It's normal to have these thoughts, but what makes you more resilient is when you can turn it around. So if you start thinking this way, you shut down mentally and you give up before you even start the race. You've already lost before you got to the start line. And the consequence of this belief that it's going to be really bad is that you're probably going to perform poorly as a result of that. So let's change the belief now. This is what I do. So oftentimes I do have these thoughts whenever I wake up in the morning, but then I know that there's another way. So let's get to the disputation. So we can't change A. We can't change that it's rainy and it's cold and we have to race our bikes. So let's dispute it. It's raining. What else could that mean? Is my belief that it's going to be cold and it's going to suck and I'm going to be miserable true? No, so I change my self-talk and I just start repeating to myself that it's gonna be an awesome adventure. I'm gonna get better at wet riding. It's gonna be a standout day that I'm never gonna forget. And obviously I haven't forgotten it because I'm still talking about it. It's an opportunity to build camaraderie. It's a great opportunity to help bring others up around me who are struggling to be positive on the day. And also, it's going to make me tougher for next time. So the next time it's pouring rain, I'll remember this situation. And I'll remember that I went out and I had fun. And I'm going to choose to have fun. So that is a completely different belief about the rain. And you can change it by just changing how you think about it and just telling yourself these stories. And it might be hard to believe at first, but if you keep telling yourself this, you actually will start to believe it. And I actually ended up having an awesome time. And that's why I was so disappointed that they ended up cutting the race short because I started performing really, really well. And now we're at E, the new effect. So because I had those beliefs And the consequences of those beliefs were that I went to the start line, pumped, mentally ready for anything. I've accepted that I'm going to be cold and wet, but I don't care. I'm still going to give it my all. And the result is that I'm going to have an amazing day and even get a good result. And that's exactly what happened. And you can do this too. And it doesn't have to be for a race. It can be for maybe it's just cold outside and you don't want to ride, or maybe you're tired and just don't feel motivated to get out. It's the story that you tell yourself about the situation that can really change your trajectory. Okay, so I've been through scenarios like these so many times that it's almost on autopilot. So practice makes better practice. I've worked on this mindset for years and years, but it's being aware that you're even doing it in the first place that gives you the power back. Okay, so what about off the bike, like this can be applied to anything. And I tried to think of an example. And I'm sure that there's much better examples out there. But I thought about things that stress me out. So the adversity, you send an important email expressing an opinion or a problem that you want to talk about with your boss. And it's been 48 hours and you haven't heard back. How many of you guys have been in this situation where you send an important email and you're white-knuckling, waiting to hear a response, and you're not hearing a response? Okay, so what happens? There, You have beliefs about this. Like, You have beliefs as to why you didn't hear back from your boss and you've seen how long it's been. So maybe your belief is that you've offended your boss or you've overstepped the line and you start winding yourself up into thinking that maybe you're getting fired. Maybe your boss doesn't like you. And you feel angry and disrespected that he didn't write back when it was clearly a big deal to you. So you're asking why, and you're also looking to the future saying, well, what's going to happen as a consequence of this? So what is the consequence? Well, he probably is going to write you back or you'll see him in the hallway or something. And you're probably going to act kind of weird because you're angry. You might act standoffish and pissy, or you can ask defensive when being questioned about something. Or you might just have a lot of resentment for your boss and just feel disrespected because you believe that he's disrespecting you for not answering your emails or you feel that something bad is coming because they didn't respond to your email. So to dispute this, ask yourself, Could there be other reasons he isn't writing me back? Is he on vacation? Did he get the email? Maybe he's really considering this before he writes me back instead of just dismissing my idea. Could I send another email to make sure he got it or just even ask him if he got my email when I see him in the hallway? Was this email actually something that could cause me to get fired or to make my boss not like me? And you realize that you feel anxious because you never get feedback from your boss and don't know if he is happy with your work. So you try and figure out why do you feel so insecure about why he isn't writing you back. And it's because you feel anxious that you haven't had any feedback and you don't know if your boss is happy with your work. So it's hard sometimes because some of us need different types of feedback and our insecurities can cause us to start thinking things and believing things about situations that happen. So if you reconsider the belief and tell yourself that you're just being insecure and that you need to have a chat with your boss to make sure that you're doing good work that he's happy with so that you're not worried whenever you send an email the effect is that you realize you were just worried about what could happen and your worries were not based on any facts. So you need to get the facts and you end up calming down and acting more appropriately. And you feel more secure in your relationship with your boss because you've gone into his office and tried to figure out why you don't get feedback from him. And maybe you even have a separate conversation just to check in more regularly. That way, whenever you send an email like that, you don't feel stressed out. So there are so many scenarios you can apply the ABCs to, but finding your patterns and also being honest with yourself about your beliefs are the keys to changing self-limiting negative situations into more useful ones. But it can be really hard to just have that honesty with yourself whenever you're having a negative emotion and taking responsibility for that emotion. I've read in a lot of places that you should actually write down a journal. So write down A, B, C, write down like what happened, write down your beliefs about what happened, write down the consequence of what happened, and then ask yourself if it's true. And then you can start seeing patterns so that you can start recognizing before you even start spinning off into a direction with your beliefs. That way you can avoid negative consequences. And taking this one step further, I randomly was reading this book that I found this theory in. And this was after I had already written this this, uh, article. I just happened to come across this in this book, and it was really funny and really ironic because I was already studying it, and it took it even further. And so if you want to hear it even further, the book is called The Resilience Factor by these two um, PhDs, and I'm probably going to butcher their names, but it's Karen Revich and Andrew Shate. You can Google them, but they helped develop this model even further by classifying some common belief consequence connections, so the B-C connections. And at first, it might be easier if you look at the emotion first to decode the beliefs. And I put this chart in the show notes. So if you actually want to see it, it might take a little bit of time to decode it in your mind, but it helps you decode why you are feeling a certain way. So if you feel angry, you might feel like your rights were violated or you were being disrespected. If you feel sadness and depression because of the A, you might have actual loss or loss of self-worth. If you have anxiety and fear around something, and that typically is where I go whenever things happen, it's a future threat. You're thinking about what's next and you're insecure about what's going to happen next. And you have all these beliefs that might not be true about what's next. Another is guilt. So you might feel guilty if you violated somebody else's rights or somebody trusted you and you violated that trust. And embarrassment comes from loss of standing with others. And we've all, we've all definitely been embarrassed. So Hopefully that helps whenever you start going down this path of looking at these consequences and emotions and trying to figure out why you feel that way and figuring out a way to ask yourself if it's true and then going back and changing your belief if you can. It doesn't have to mean that you lie to yourself, but it means asking yourself logically if you can change your belief. And then because of that, you'll have a better outcome and you'll start burning in a different pathway whenever something comes up for you. So thanks so much for listening, you guys. I hope you found this helpful. I was really excited when I found this theory because I've been trying to explain this, but having it laid out this way was really helpful for me to organize a lot of the things that I've been doing and to get better at those things too because I still have a lot of work to do on this stuff. If you're enjoying these episodes, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or even just share the show with your friends. Word of mouth is good or taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media. It really helps get the show out to more people so that if this is useful information to you, it can be helpful to other people as well well and that is my mission and last if you want to support my work financially on patreon that is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the Sonia looney show just kicking a couple bucks a month to the show makes a big difference and it helps support my team my audio producer roma and my assistant tina and myself so thanks so much for listening you guys really appreciate that you're here i'm so excited that i get to share all of this with you and wishing you all the best success in your training and adventures. And we'll see you right back here in a couple of days with another interview episode.